welcome all listeners to Xavier Newswire Live, the radio show that will catch you up on all the Xavier news from Ledgewood Drive to Dana Avenue and beyond. Today is April 25th, and we are bringing this show to you live on XUFM. I'm your host, David Ludwig. Uh, we are missing Kayla Ross today, but happy birthday to her, and it's my last show. So uh, stick around till the end, and uh, I'll give you a final goodbye. But in this episode of Newswire Live, you get to hear the Newswire multimedia crew bringing you the rundown on Phi Beta Kappa, the Cincinnati Reds, and what in the world. That's enough for me now, so let's get right into the show. At this time, I'd like to welcome Sophie Bolter from Phi Beta Kappa. Sophie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what Phi Beta Kappa does on campus, uh, what it's all about. Yeah. So it's uh, very spooky, very secretive. Um, I actually don't really know what they do on campus because I got a, a cryptic email from them like a few months ago and they were like, you've been elected to the society. And I was like, what? Um, but essentially, it's um, the most prestigious uh, honor society in the United States. It was started in 1776. Um, it's got lots of presidents, business leaders, etc. in it, and it's all about creating like a network. There's like a secret handshake and all these different secret like ceremonies and stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit intimidating. Oh, that's way more cryptic than I was expecting it to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, what kind of stuff do they do on campus aside from conducting shady business operations <laughs> and having secret meetings? <laughs> yeah, um, well, they kind of just create a network. So it's really great for, you know, meeting certain professors that were in it when they were at university and, um, you know, just kind of building community across different majors because it's not like certain majors are always in it. It's very, like, mm -hmm. representative from the campus, like, as a whole. So, like, one of my classes friends that's a bio majors in it and then I know people that are like math majors in it and history majors and all the different all pretty much all around campus you might know someone from it I think there's like about 20 people I think in our class got into it or something like that um, maybe a little bit less all right interesting interesting uh do you know anything about like the requirements for being involved in Phi Beta? so again very secretive Ooh. but <laughs> um I do know that the first thing they look at is GPA, but then they want to see, okay, so you've got this, but are do you do anything? Like, how are you involved on campus? You know, what's the network you've built on campus? What have you been adding, you know, to the Xavier community? What, you know, jobs have you had? Things like that. And also, I think the biggest thing that they emphasized was, like, are you intellectually curious? So, like, are you asking questions? Are you, like, seeking out, like, opportunities to learn more and, like, kind of gain knowledge? Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, and do they do any events on campus, host any programs at all, or is it just kind of internal? Um, yeah, they don't really do any, like, events per se. Sometimes they'll host speakers, um, but that's more of, like, the Cincinnati Phi Beta Kappa community mm -hmm. rather than, like, Xavier-specific. It's very, like, city-oriented, so, like, there's one in every major city in the U.S., and then there's one in London randomly. Um, <laughs> and so... That's kind of how you build the community in the specific area that you're living in, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh, thank you very much for telling us all about this. Uh, really quick before we go, is there anything you want to say to wrap up or any uh, shameless plugs you want to throw out to the listener? <laughs> um, just keep uh, asking questions and maybe you'll be invited. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Sophie Bolter. Uh, now, listeners. Uh, the Newswire Live every week will be updating you all on the status of COVID-19 on campus. As of April 19th, there are a total of two cases in the Xavier community. Very cool. With one employee, zero students isolated on campus, and one singular student isolated off campus. If you have any thoughts or feedback, questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns for the Newswire, send them to our email, which is newswire at xavier.edu. You can also find pre-recorded, uh, sorry, recorded episodes of Newswire Live and all our other content wherever you get your podcasts, which includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all those other fun apps. In addition to Newswire Live, check out our other Newswire podcasts that are released every Wednesday. This week, we have new episodes of Debate and Discussion, our Real Talk and Relationship Advice podcast, Girl Boss Cubed, and our all things sports podcast shooting the shot with joe and joe in addition the next episode of our comedy variety show the blobcast is coming out this friday it's the last one of the season so i i'm sure it's going to be big i have i have insider knowledge right here with sebastian aguilar five feet away from me uh but don't forget to check out all of that content this week and go you know see the season finales of all your favorite shows and podcasts all right now i'd like to throw it over to our campus correspondent Alyssa polvita for the campus catch-up Alyssa, take it away Thanks, David. It is the last week of the year, Musketeers. Exams, projects, and assignments will be over soon, so just hang in there. Here are some great events to end off the school year. On Tuesday, April 26th, SAC will be taking students to go see her at the Icon Music Center at 7.30 p.m. Make sure to get your tickets on EngageXU. On Thursday, April 28th, join the XU Diff program in their senior film premiere. Ten films will be shown, and the event will take place in the Kennedy Theater in the CLC, starting at 6 p.m. On Friday, April 29th, join SAC for Xavier Fest right on the Xavier Yard from 4 to 10 p.m. Enjoy a night of live performances, free food, and giveaways. On Tuesday, April 26th through the 29th, students can see Xavier Theater's production of Macbeth. All the shows start at 7.30 p.m. right in Gallagher Student Center, and student tickets are only $10, so get them while you still can. And that's the Campus Catch-Up. Back to you, David. All right. Thank you very much, Alyssa. Now we'd like to welcome our kind of weekly, but not quite weekly sports person, Julia Lankish. Tell us about the Reds. Thanks, David. Uh, So unfortunately, the Reds are the worst team in baseball right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's really just not much to say. Um, Since the last time I was on the show, they have won one game. That was two weeks ago. Uh, And you know how many they lost? 11 in a row. Um, so yeah, one of the one of the historically worst losing streaks of all time uh, for the Reds. They have had 21 10 game losing streaks in their 141 year season or season wait seasons. Yes. Um, so right now their record is a measly three and 13, which is less than a 20 percent win record. Um, I can't say I didn't predict this. I'm not going to lie. Um, They just broke their 11-game losing streak in their last game against the Cardinals yesterday. Uh, During this unfortunate run, they were outscored 20-68 to with a total batting average of 182. So not looking to get around here. Uh, A lot of this has been due to just the laundry list of injuries, which includes 11 players at the moment, including uh, two long-term injuries that have uh, come over from last year. Uh, the most impactful injuries right now are Tyler Stevenson, Mike Moustakis, Jose Barrero, and most prominently, Jonathan India. 
India was the rookie of the year last year, and he has been the Reds' only solid leadoff hitter of the decade. Without a leadoff, the Reds just really cannot compete in runs at all. Uh, we can't function with Colin Moran, Brandon Jury, a quickly declining Joey Votto, and a bunch of newbies at the helm. As if that wasn't enough, uh, with 11 people out, they have faced what has been rated the toughest schedule in the MLB so far this year. Uh, hopefully the abysmal record will be amended a little bit. Um, we have three series before we reach the Diamondbacks and the Nationals, uh, but they're no good either, so hopefully that'll go well. We'll see. Uh, look out for the next series versus the Padres. Uh, it starts tomorrow night. Um, we're going to lose it, but you know what? <laughs> you can sure watch. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, on to you, Chloe. Hello. Okay, so I am on here for Spencer for his um, downtown lowdown, of course. So get ready for another hair-raising adventure with Poppy Branch and all of their troll friends at Trolls Live this Saturday, April 30th, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Heritage Bake Center. So next, the Rock on the James Benefit Concert for Parkinson Wellness and Support of Greater Cincinnati is this Saturday, April 30th at 6 p.m. A collection of five bands will be coming and performing originals as well as old songs to gather support and donations for Parkinson's disorder. This is at the Southgate House Revival. The Geo Fair of 2022 is at the Sharonville Convention Center this April 30th through May 1st. So come learn about the rocks and geodes of Ohio while also buying and treating any geos you have. Spencer would like it noted that Crystal Gaze will eat this up. <laughs> so if you're also like Spencer and want to become famous, then go down to the content over everything. Engage with Ohio's most dynamic change makers and content creators this Sunday, May 1st, 1 to 4 p.m. at BASH and OTR. Last but not least, the Seltzer Fest is coming up this Friday and Saturday at the Fowling Warehouse, Cincinnati. They worked hard to ensure that all local seltzer brands will be in attendance in addition to all the national brands. This means that over 100 seltzer flavors for you to choose from. The best part? It's all for a great cause. And they've teamed up with the Pink Ribbon Girls, and $5 of every ticket purchase will go directly to them. That is all I have for the Downtown Lowdown. So back to you, Dave. And that's the Downtown Lowdown. Oh, <laughs> always, always good to have an old face on the show. Uh, thank you very much, Chloe. Now to wrap us up. We have the one, the only, Sebastian Aguilar for What in the World. Sebastian, I hear you have some big things going on today. Yes, uh, it is It is myself, uh, Sebastian Aguilar, back at it again with the final What in the World of the Year. And I have uh, new additions to both the Hall of Fame and the What in the World Hall of Shame. Woo! But first, things that suck. <coughs> The pro-Russia breakaway region of Transnistria in Moldova recently had explosions signaling the pretexts for invasion. To be honest, both of these should be part of Romania, so this move is dumb geographically. <laughs> also, the Russian propaganda machine is on fire right now after it was revealed that they faked a Ukrainian assassination attempt on a Russian TV oligarch. The Russian agents in charge of the fake attack mistakenly found three copies of The Sims 3 instead of three SIM cards, like they were told to do. The KGB really fallen off from their glory days when they were poisoning dissidents and stuff. And also, the world's oldest person, Kane Tanaka, has died at the age of 119. Uh, imagine a raisin from Japan, and that's exactly what they looked like. Now things that don't suck. 
The UAE's crude oil is being sent to the EU in order to stop importing Russian oil. They're stopping trade with one human rights abusing authoritarian oligarchy for a different human rights abusing authoritarian <laughs> oligarchy. This time with shawarma. <laughs> also, Jupiter's moon Europa has a higher increased chance of uh, simple life forms, according to Dr. Christopher Chiba, professor of astrophysical sciences and international affairs at Princeton. But when have science ever been right? I'm a, I'm a flat earther. <laughs> and finally, the Hall of Fame and Shame inductees. The French election has just ended with the incumbent Macron winning re-election. This is why he's in the Hall of Shame. Because <laughs> I'm an impartial journalist and I am pissed that Jean-Luc Mélenchon lost. <laughs> Mélenchon, Hall of Fame. Also, just because I feel like it, the entire country of Moldova is going in the hall of shame. I don't care anymore. David, finish this out. <laughs> Listeners, unfortunately, that's all we have for today in this episode of Newswire Live. And that's uh, also all I have is my career as Newswire Live's host. Thank you so very much for tuning into the show today. It means a lot. And if you have any thoughts or feedback, questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns for the Newswire Multimedia crew, go ahead and send them to our email, which is newswire at xavier.edu. We'd like to give a special thanks to Carolyn Youngquist, who produced the music heard in today's show. This time, we'd also like to give a shout out to our staff and guests who helped make this episode possible. Keep a listen out because it's some familiar names with some new titles. Thank you so very, very much to Multimedia Managing Editor Spencer DeTenley, Editor-in-Chief Mo Junger, Print Managing Editor Chloe Salveson, Show Manager Tyler Clifton, Campus Correspondent Alyssa Sepulveda, Audio Editor Sebastian Aguilar, so far, AV Technician Lily Cotton, Staff Contributors Julia Lankish and Griffin Brammer, and our guest Sophie Bolter. Without any of you, this show would not be possible. If you missed any of our episodes, you can find full Newswire Live episodes and other segments on Spotify, so you can always revisit the Glory Day if you want. You can always check them out on Apple Podcasts and more if you prefer those apps. Go ahead and just search Xavier Newswire to find our page. But of course, don't miss our next episode, which is next year. Still probably Monday at 7 p.m., but we'll have to see what the future holds. And until next episode, I'm David Ludwig, uh, wanting to say that these past few two years have been absolutely excellent. I've met so many wonderful people and had a lot of good laughs through this. Um, I remember when Hunter first asked me to do this show, I was not expecting it to be as amazing as it was, and I'm genuinely going to miss it. Um so yeah, uh, but I'm also excited to see where the show goes and to see what you all do with it. Um, and also saying so long, partner. Credit to Woody the Cowboy and signing off for the last time.